Okay, welcome to episode one of Dad Chat, the uh, only podcast with uh, three dads kind of coming at you completely unedited, mostly because I don't want to take the time to edit, so we're going to get this raw dog. I'm your host, Russell. I have uh, two two kids, both girls, and uh, with me I've got my two co-hosts, Matt and Tim. Matt, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hello there, I'm Matt. Um, I'll be raw dogging it with you. <laughs> I uh, I am a married father of four. I have uh, a 22-year-old daughter, and then I'm a glutton for punishment, so I have three more boys, a six-year-old, a one-and-a-half-year-old, and a two-month-old. So, yeah. All right, Tim, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself. What's up, all? I'm Matt, or I'm Tim. <laughs> Yes. Sorry about the mess up there. <clears throat> I'm Tim. Married with two kids. Uh, 14 year old, gonna be 15, and then uh, just a little little tyke. And uh, yeah, they're pretty energetic, so a little glutton for punishment, I guess. Not as bad as Matt, but so yeah, the third the third leg of the tripod here. Well, all right. So it's August, so. What's on my mind is fantasy football. Boom. When when you're a dad, this is my only hobby I got. It's work and this. So that's what's on my mind this month. So we're going to go ahead and go and do a mock draft today. So what we're going to do is we're going to set up a 10-team mock draft. It's going to be a two-quarterback league because it seems like none of the podcasts out there talk about two-quarterback leagues. They all talk about one quarterback. Oh, draft him late, you know, because it's one quarterback. Two-quarterback league. Totally different game. So we're going to do two quarterbacks, two running backs, three, three wide receivers, one flex, one tight end, and no defense and kickers because they're dumb. So we're not doing that. It's going to be half PPR. So Matt's going to kick us off. He's taking the number one spot. Tim's drafting from the three spot, and I'm going to draft near the back end of the first round at the nine spot. So we're just going to go through, talk about different strategies, Different players we like. So uh, let's just get this going. Draft has started. Matt, you're on the clock. All right. For starters, I can't stand drafting the one spot. I always like the 10 spot. Um, And to be completely honest this year, I have no faith in Christian McCaffrey or Derek Cook, but for the purpose of not... Darren Cook. Uh, Dalvin? Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook? Yes. Uh, But for all purposes, the smart play here is to take Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I can't really disagree with that. Christian McCaffrey, easiest pick in the draft right there. So with the second pick, Saquon Barkley went off the board. Interesting. So that leaves Tim up here. So third pick here, looking at what's on the board, and you still got a lot of the top running backs. Um, The best play here that I see is I got to go Delvin Cook just with what he was doing in Minnesota uh, last year. Going to be getting a lot of passes. A lot of runs, so that's the safe pick right now. Any concerns about injury history with him? Uh, there's a little bit of injury concerns with him. Um, obviously, two, three years ago, whatever it was, he played a lot through the – or didn't play a whole lot through the season. I think the season before that, he was out for – he'd like come in, come out, come in, come out. But from what I saw last year, I think he worked on the durability thing and uh, still pretty young yet, so – 
Gotta yeah. gotta make the pick. Is uh, Alexander Madison going to be someone you're targeting in later rounds just to kind of get that handcuff or? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely definitely part of the strategy. It just kind of depends on uh, when, what round to kind of pull the trigger on. Don't want to waste too many of these early picks on a handcuff necessarily. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, all right, so after Dalvin Cook went Derrick Henry, then Jonathan Taylor, Alvin Kamara, Nick Chubb, and first wide receiver off the board, Tyreek Hill. Ooh. So that puts me on the clock. Now I've got, um, I've got three running backs I like. I like Zeke. I like Jones here, and I definitely like Eckler in that new offense down in LA. And at receiver, I've That's got. Not to interrupt Russell, but I think you should tell our viewers how much of a Dallas fan you are and why Zeke <laughs> is so important to I'm you. I'm a slight, but... <laughs> slight Cowboys fan. Slight, uh, slight. slight. You want to change that verbiage up okay. a little bit? Might be the biggest cowboy fan you've ever met. <laughs> um, so, and that wide receiver, I mean, I still have Adams sitting there. I have Diggs and I have Hopkins. To me, um, it's Diggs and Hopkins. I'm not sorry, Diggs and Adams that are in the that tier together. I'd be happy with either of them, but I do have that ten team sitting there. I'm thinking the ten spot is probably going to take a running back and a receiver, maybe. Maybe Travis Kelsey, because that's kind of a value pick there um, with the position uh, scarcity of tight end, because after it gets those after those top three tight ends go, it's pretty much a dumpster fire. Um, so what I'm going to do, since I do like Aaron Jones and Eckler, and I still like Adams and Diggs, I'm going to take my, my top-rated running back here, because I think one of those receivers is going to fall to me. So I'm going to take Ezekiel Elliott here. And Devontae Adams went and Aaron Jones went. So Team 10 uh, 10 definitely likes the Packers. Went both Packers there. That is great for me because that leaves Diggs sitting there. So without hesitation, I'm going to take Diggs there in the second round. It's a solid two picks. Solid two picks. After Diggs went, Kelsey went, then Austin Eckler, DeAndre Hopkins, Joe Mixon, and then Najee Harris. So... That puts Tim back on the board. Tim, what are you thinking here? So look at the fifth round or second pick at the or fifth pick in the second round here. Um, couple couple people on the board I like to see. Antonio Gibson's there for me. Um, I think he's going to be a workhorse for Washington this year. Uh, key component. Um, but then you also look at the wide receiver spot. I'm looking at Calvin Ridley, which is one of my breakout stars this year, um, and then. Oddly enough, they have DK Metcalf sitting there as well. I just don't know if he's really worthy of a second-round pick quite yet. Not saying okay. he's not going to be a top-tier receiver or anything, but just where I'm picking from here. Um, but right here, i got to go with the volume. I've got to go with uh, somebody that I know is going to be touching the ball. So I think I'm going to be riding the running back train here, and we're going to go with uh, Antonio Gibson. Any concerns about um, J.D. McKissick being pretty much on all third downs in the preseason so far? Gibson hasn't been part of that that part of the offense. I don't think so, because watching a lot of the games that Gibson was in last year, um, McKissick did catch a lot of balls. and uh, Second most in the league. <laughs> yep, but didn't really turn them into scores as much as uh, you would think with all that volume he got. 
But as well as with Antonio Gibson, you look at some of his re- receiving and everything. Um, I mean, he was still catching balls and everything out of the backfield as well. Okay. I just think he's the overall workhorse of that offense right now. I think with uh, Fitzpatrick and everything, they're going to lean on Gibson, which is also going to open up the play-action game for him. Um, I think I think Antonio Gibson at that spot is a solid pick for me there. Yeah. <clears throat> and yep. to add to that, they're also, you know, reporting to the news that they want to treat him like a Christian McCaffrey, and they're going to utilize him as a, like a Christian McCaffrey. So you're going to, you know, he's going to he's going to get a lot of touches. So. And we all know Riverboat Ron, play that defense, boy. Control that control that ground game. So I got I got to go Gibson here. Yeah, solid pick, Matt. That after uh, sorry after Antonio Gibson went, DK Metcalf came off the board. So now Matt, you've got back to back picks here. So you don't pick again after these two picks for another twenty picks. So what's your strategy here? Well, I would like to say every time I have back to back picks, I want a, tr- a trophy. So <coughs> I uh, usually utilize this Not pretty well from the one spot. <laughs> but uh, now, honestly, I like the ten spot. But so. Just at a quick glance, I mean, running backs are going fast. There's, you know, the top running backs right now are Clyde, Dobbins, Swift. Um, and I, I don't know if and, I'm going on Swift. And none of them will be there when then you get back. What I feel is might have a breakout year is uh, Montgomery out of Chicago, David Montgomery. Um, if you look at his stats from 2020, the last... Six games. Six games or so. Um, you know, he was averaging, you know, over 20 points. Um, he had, you know, two touchdowns, two, four, seven touchdowns in the last five games. So, you know, granted that was towards the end of the year, but <clears throat> I do know that they want to use him a lot more. And with Justin Fields there, um, I feel that that's going to, you know, spread out the defense a little bit more, and then he's going to be able to get better runs. Um, so just to play devil's advocate, yes. Uh, Tariq Cohen was hurt. Okay. So the he got all the passing work Tariq Cohen usually gets, okay. and they went and signed Damian Williams in the off season. Okay, you did. We did talk about that a little bit earlier. I was like, why is this? Why was he like that? But I still feel that he got his shot. Um, you know, and there's nothing a little wrong with a little competition from Damian Williams, but he's never been a a star per se. He's he's always been a a co-star yeah. in my opinion. Um, where's the Clyde love? I know you were in love with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire last year. I think he's in a great offense. I think he would do better in a different offense, to be honest with you. I think he uh, the, there's there's just too many stars on that team. I just want to let you know right now, that's, that's a bold statement. Yeah. Talking about a different offense than the Chiefs offense. Well, what I'm saying is... is in his own right, you know, Kelsey, how many how many touches did he get? You know, Hill, how many touches did he get? You know, it's just when you get Edwards Hilaire, you a lot of touches are spread out, so he's not seeing the potential work that he, he could see on a different team is what I'm Teams that target their tight end a lot do not target their running backs yes. a lot. It's usually one or the other. So and that's why I feel like if he was on a different team, I think he would be a much bigger standout. So I'd, I'd like to avoid him. But, yes, I was big on him last year um, until I saw what – Kansas City did with him, and I was disappointed. All right, well, um, make the pick. So we got, I got back-to-back picks. Um, running backs are getting scarce, and uh, I'm going to need a receiver. So I, Matt Ryan's getting old. I don't really trust 
you know, Kelvin Ridley's the number one spot there, but uh, the rookie tight end is going to take over in that probably week three. So I don't see Kelvin Ridley being the superstar that he's supposed to be. So I'm going to take A.J. Brown because uh, okay, um, he's going to get help from Julio. Julio, the joining the team. And then so he's going to get all the attention. So I'm going to take A.J. Brown and David Montgomery. Not to mention right. Derrick Henry is going to open in. up that uh, passing game for you as well too. A lot of babbling coming out of this spot here. All right, so A.J. Brown, David Montgomery off the board. Next pick was George Kittle, second tight end off the board. That put Tim, that puts Tim back on the clock. Well, the fact that he has fallen to the third round now and everything, I'm not even going to hesitate because, like my co-host over here, Matt, was talking ripping on Ridley. I think Ridley's breaking out this year, so we're taking the chance. Taking Ridley out. First quarterback Keep in mind, comes off the board. Russell and I had a bet one year that I said Ridley would be in the top 20, and he didn't make it by a quarter of a point. He was 21. <laughs> I won. <laughs> and I lost. So I, I do like Ridley. I just, I just don't trust Matt Ryan. All right, so after Ridley came off, Patrick Mahomes, uh, J.K. Dobbins, Keenan Allen, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and just before me... Justin Jefferson. Ooh. I was kind of hoping Justin would fall to me, but he did not. So now I'm looking at... Um, I'm not looking at tight end here. I mean, I know Dar- Darren Waller is kind of valuable, but I may punt the tight end position person because, well, you guys know how my fantasy luck is. If I drafted a tight end high, he's going down with an ACL <laughs> week two, and then I'm going to have to stream the position anyway. So I am not doing that. I'm looking at my running backs available to me are DeAndre Swift, Chris Carson, Josh Jacobs. Okay. Um, I'm not really excited about any of those options. At wide receiver, I'm looking at uh, Terry McLaurin, Allen Robinson, Mike Evans. Um, CD no, Lamb. CD Lamb has just flown up draft boards. Um and I'm not, I mean, I know I'm a Cowboy fan, but I'm not 100% sure why he's going ahead of Amari Cooper. <clears throat> I was just going to ask what you saw last year, because I didn't watch a lot of Dallas last year. Dak and Amari Cooper have a mind meld. Yeah. Those, they're just on the same page. Not saying CeeDee Lamb can't be, but I still see Amari Cooper as having the most targets on that team. I agree. CD might have more flashy plays. He's more exciting. He's the new new hotness. But uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to take C.D. Lamb ahead of Amari Cooper. So my real decision here is McLaurin or Allen Robinson. Um, because I'm really okay with the next three running backs. So whatever falls to me in the next round, I'm fine with. Um, Allen Robinson might be the best quarterback he's ever played with. This year? I mean, even if, if it's Dalton, it's the best quarterback he's ever played with. I have, again, I, it's a another bear, and I couldn't draft two bears because I'm a Packer fan, but <clears throat> I think Allen Robinson might be one of the best receivers in the NFL. He, like, If he had an actual quarterback, what would he be? he's never had a quarterback. He's, nope. he's, he's locked in for, what, 150, 160 targets. Like, at least. And at least. I Yeah, <clears throat> he was kind of my, my sleeper-wide receiver, but... 
I am going to take Terry McLaurin here. Ooh, so you don't want to go with the steady, steady Allen Robinson. You look might, at the stats that might, have anything he steady he might fall of his me. college. It's because, no. <laughs> it might be. But um, I also like Ryan Fitzpatrick there. Ryan Fitzpatrick, everywhere he has been, his number one receiver just peppers him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he turned Devontae Parker into a fantasy-relevant receiver. True story. Um, and that's... It's amazing because Devontae Barker was nothing until Fitzpatrick was there. So I'm going to take McLaurin here, and I'm going to cross my fingers that uh, either Allen Robinson or Chris Carson fall to me, but my, my luck will probably just be taking the next two picks. So I took McLaurin, DeAndre Swift, and Chris Carson went. Okay. So so you pull the trigger on Robinson both, here? Both the running backs that I kind of wanted are gone. So, <laughs> Do you think if you would have – Switched it around and taken the running back, Terry would have been there for you? I think I Terry would have been gone. I think he would have been gone. I think Terry would have been gone. But then I, I would probably would have been better off taking Carson and then having Allen Robinson here. Yeah. Live and learn, I guess. Um, I need another running back, though, because I don't pick again for a while, and the running back dead zone is coming where I'm not going to want any of them. So... Um, I am going to take Josh Jacobs, even though I'm not a huge fan. But I know uh, good old Chucky Face Gruden. He's a baller. He loves to just run the ball inside the five, and that's Josh Jacobs. Even so, even though Kenyon Drake's there now? so you're Even though Kenyon Drake is there, because they used they used Devontae Booker last year. They used Jalen Richard. They He uses other backs in other ways. I don't like it. But when it comes down to goal line... It's Josh Jacobs. He, he's got the touchdown dependency taboo on him, but I think I think he'll have I think he'll have a good year this year. They're starting yeah. to get better receivers. They're spreading the defense. Ugh, a more. You know what? Now I'm 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 wavering. I don't want it, dude. They lost like sixty percent of their offensive line. I'm not doing it. I'm going Allen Robinson. <laughs> nice. nice. Let's. I talked nice, myself. Nice, talk myself nice, out. Nice of and it. steady. Talked myself out. That's of all it. right. I like your pick with Allen Robinson that's, more than Josh Jacobs. Anyway, huge to you know focus on the offensive lines and things like that when you're doing these drafts. I mean, so. Uh, after I took Allen Robinson, Josh Allen came off the board, then Daryl Henderson, Mike Evans, C.D. Lamb, and Amari Cooper go back-to-back. Interesting. And that puts Tim back on the clock. So whenever I do drafts, especially with our two-quarterback league, it's always around this area that we do our drafts with our league that when someone picks a quarterback, all of a sudden a run just kind of happens. I don't know if that'll happen in this mock or not, but I'm sitting here looking at Kyle Murley, and with what he was able to put up last year, dual threat part of it, fourth round, I'm all right with my running backs. I only have the one receiver in Calvin Ridley right now, which doesn't scream superstar status. However, I still think he's going to break out. Um, But I think in this spot right here, I think I have to go Kyler Murray just to have a strong uh, quarterback in my lineup. All right, first quarterback by us. So then Julio Jones comes off the board, putting Matt on the clock for back-to-back picks. Thinking quarterback here, Matt? Because um, you run that risk of the next 18 picks being, like, all the top 10 quarterbacks, top 12. Gone. 
Maybe. I mean, surprisingly, maybe not, though. surprisingly maybe not. I thought they would go in the first round in this mock. But Sleeper... Um, which, oh, which reminds me, we should uh, thank our sponsor. Oh, wait, we don't have any. Um, <laughs> unofficial sponsor, Sleeper, best fantasy app out there. Absolutely. Top bar, of the line. Bar none. Top ESPN of the line. trash. If Yahoo trash. ESPN, stop. Someone invited me to a league, and I'm like, what What app do you use? Yahoo. And I was like, get, that, get out of here. No. <laughs> Decline. Declined immediately. Sleeper, sleeper only. Sleeper is a cut above. If you, ain't, if you ain't on Sleeper, you ain't doing fantasy football right. All right, now back to Matt's pick here. What do you got, Matt? <clears throat> so, generally, I in the fourth and fifth round, you usually I usually pick the same position twice because I want to get locked in on one position. Um, I got oh, Christian McCaffrey. Oh yeah, go go ahead and review your team that way. Kinda. I got Christian McCaffrey and David Montgomery right now, and AJ Brown. I'm not like, real excited about that, but again, you pick number one, you kind of. You have your workhorse, and you better hold, hope he holds up. Um, that being said, you know, I was kind of looking, you know, if I were to pick two receivers, the top receivers right now are Goodwin, uh, Woods. I've never been a real big fan of Woods. Um, he, he produces points. Matt Stafford being there, um, I think he's got a little bit more upside than he would have last year. Uh, Godwin also shares the ball a lot. Um, and... You know, for running backs, it looks like they're I, dwindling. They're dwindling down. Um, Jacobs, Sanders. Uh, so got a couple rookies on there. Travis Etienne available. Travis if you Etienne. love Javante Williams, if you want to wait six weeks for him to be good, and and you don't like the Jacksonville quarterback very much, I don't think Russell do you? Trevor Lawrence, uh, dude, Russell or, uh, loves running back. <clears throat> Which one? The running back rookie, Etienne. Yeah. I don't. I think not high on him. I don't think he's going. He's not going to be as fantasy relevant as I think people are projecting him to be. I know, as being an Ohio State fan, I know the Urban Meyer offense, and he's going to use James Robinson. He's going to use them both enough to be annoying. You're if you have Travis Etienne, you're going to be so mad when James Robinson's getting that touch at the one yard line. But then you're going to be mad if you have James Robinson because Travis Etienne is getting all the catches. So, I don't want either. Because it's going to be one of those situations where I'm just screaming at my TV every time my guy's not getting the ball. So, hard pass. <laughs> it's good to hear that insight. Um, not a bad insight. So, I... <clears throat> running out of time here, but I got the back-to-back pick, so that's kind of why I'm looking at both picks. I like to pair up uh, teams generally, but um, I am going to do something a little out of the ordinary, and it's probably, well, you know what, I'm not going to. I was going to take two quarterbacks and knock it out. Oh, okay. Um, you know, and I, I, I would really be hurting at receiver after that, but I was trying to kind of, Right now, I'm scanning to see how, where I would end up at the receiver level, and uh, I think I'd still be all right. So I am actually going to take that risk this year and not have to worry about my quarterback. Going to double tap that quarterback. All and right, I'm who are you taking? I'm going to start with taking Justin Herbert. Ooh, you're taking Justin Herbert ahead of Lamar Jackson. And then I'm going to take Lamar Jackson. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I like your Justin Herbert pick. Okay, so as, after Herbert goes Chris Godwin, putting Tim back on the clock. 
So looking at who is available on we the board. We gotta go back to that Justin Herbert discussion. We here. will here in a second. So look at what I'm at here. We're in the fifth round now, and what's your only, team look like, Tim? What? Well, go, with, go off with your team right now. So, so right now, I think I'm strong. Is. Think I'm strong at the running back spots. Like I said, I'm not saying Calvin Ridley is the Devonte Adams or anything in the world, but. I'm going to reiterate it again, and I'll probably reiterate it the rest of the rest of this mock draft. I think Calvin Ridley's breaking out this year. Kyler Murray's a strong quarterback for me, so do I want to continue to kind of spread the way, or do I want to shore up a QB again? The only thing with this two-quarterback league, I like Dak Prescott sitting there. I think as long as he stays healthy, he balls out. Russell Wilson, he's always been strong. I just... At some point in time, a quarterback hits a wall, and then that slowly... How old do you think Russell Wilson is? Uh, what is he, like 29? I don't know. He's, oh, we looked this up the other day, actually. I think 32. he's... 32. Yep, 32. So, he's still there. He's I'm not saying the talent's not there or whatever, but at some point in time... Um, I don't know, I'm just... Just going to the gut instinct on that one. I don't know. I think Russell Wilson's fine, but I don't think he's... Like a lot of these other quarterbacks that have already come off the list. Um, got Aaron Rodgers there, which I think Aaron Rodgers, and not just saying this is Packer fan, but make or break, well, not make or break year. He's probably out of Green Bay next year. Um, oh, that's so, next year's problem. That can that's, be episode yep. two of us bitching about Aaron <laughs> Rodgers and how they handle it and how the Packers But I think Rodgers will end up, I, th- I think he'll ball out just to prove all his critics and shit wrong. All right. Um, so. But Aaron Rodgers. But then I'm also looking at the tight end. <laughs> but I'm also, also for, for our viewers. This is as patient as Russell's ever been during a draft. Yep. <laughs> Usually he's whipping us after 30 yeah. seconds. So for, after four. But now I'm looking at the tight end spot too, and Waller's if still I there. if I go Waller, I I pretty much short up my tight end. I don't have to worry about that guessing yeah, game the rest of the thing. I'm surprised he's there. so. I got to go Waller on this one. Just because he's still there, I didn't think he'd still be there. After Darren Waller goes Josh Jacobs, Miles Sanders, DJ Moore, Travis Etienne, and then Robert Woods. So, and I think I think Pitts will get more uh, more points by at the end of the year than Waller this year. Uh, water bet? You want to water bet that? I don't water bet. Well, come on, say say it say it loud and, and proud. And then for our listeners to kind of explain what's going on. These guys think it's really fun to throw water at each other, so we do water really bets as opposed to monetary value. And it's horrible because we it's, always square up at the end of the year when it's cold, and then you got water all over you, and you can't even enjoy your night. It's, okay, that's all. That's, that's what makes it fun. If you don't got the courage of your conviction, don't make the bet. While we brought up water bets, you want to explain the app real quick, there, Russell? While uh, oh, I mean, it's not time. my app. This is a fantasy footballers app. One of the <laughs> podcasts I listen to. It's uh, essentially it's just a big wheel, and there's all these different ways to throw water at somebody. Um, it's fun. I don't care what you say. I've got my coworkers <laughs> doing it. I've got my family members doing it. It's fun. So okay, I'm on the board here. Um, I'm it's probably, about as fun as icing somebody. <laughs> I'm probably stuck taking a running back here, um, but I really don't want to. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get take my first quarterback here. I can't pass up Dak Prescott. 
Uh, last year was on pace to be the number one overall quarterback, and the year before that was the number two quarterback. So I'm going to take. What team does he play for, Russell? I believe he plays for the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh yeah. So all right, good. No running backs were taken. The next two picks it was uh, Kyle Pitts and Brandon Ayuk. So now I am going to take a running back here because if I don't get a second one, I won't get one. I'm interested to hear what you have to say about the next four available running backs. After your pick, we uh, have to pause. Miles Gaskin, no. Uh, Kareem Hunt, uh, no. Chase Edmonds, I I have no idea. I think James Conner is going to take that team. I think both are going to be used, and it's going to be annoying. Yeah. So I'm going to take the only one who doesn't really have much competition, and that's Mike Davis. It's boring, but he will get playing time, so I, I'm I, taking it, and I really don't like it. And the reason I ask is I cannot understand why that those Gaskin, Hunt, and Edmonds are even. Well, the way the Gaskin was was used trending. last year, it looked like he was going to be eighteen to twenty touches a game, like he was being used. But they've come out and they've said they're using three guys. They're using Malcolm Brown. They're going to use um, Salvan Ahmed or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't want any part of that. So right after Mike Davis goes Miles Gaskin, Mark Andrews. Cooper Cup, Adam Thielen, and TJ Hawkinson. So all the good tight ends are now gone. They do not exist. I was worried about that when I went back to bed. And now Tim is up on the board again. What are you looking at here, Tim? Well, the way this draft, this mock is dra- or, uh, trending right now, I think I'd be okay waiting for a quarterback in the next into the next round even yet. So the question lies, do I get my second receiver where... I'm going to kind of need it um, as we get further and further along here. Um, Receivers are a lot more deeper than they used to be since the league has turned into a huge passing league now. Um, Hence why a lot of the running backs went ahead of time. But I think, I don't know if anybody else is going to consider this, this or not, but I think this is going to be my first risky player in the sixth round here. Um, Just because great Receiver out of college, everything like that, but not really proven here in the NFL quite yet, but he's got all the hype around him. Joe Burrow's got his receiver and probably going to pepper the hell out of him. So my first risky play here, I'm going Jamar Chase. All right. So now after that pick goes Kenny Galladay. Why is Tyler Lockett still sitting here on the board? As you say that, I'm looking up his numbers. He (laughs) was the number nine receiver last year. Yes, I know he had some real stinkers of a game. Like, he hurt you. Everyone's feelings are hurt, and they don't want him anymore. But he literally is the weak winning type of receiver. Yep, he might get you, you know, two catches for... 20 yards and be done, but he also might get you eight catches for 240 and three. And in 2020, ultimate boomer bust, there was only one game where he saw 64% of the snaps. Everything other than that was above 88% of the snaps. I mean, he's out there, he's playing, and you know, it's like. And Russell Wilson throws 35 plus touchdowns like almost every year. In week seven, year. he had 20 targets for 15 catches and 200 yards and three touchdowns. I mean, that's that's the example that you just said. I I, I had his stats up as you're bringing it up. I thought, hmm, interesting. Um, so Kenny Dalladay just went. 
Not big um, on him this year. I got back-to-back picks again. Um, don't know if I got buyer's remorse yet on the two quarterbacks, so that's yet to be determined. I'm feeling a little you, pressured. On you've the, still got some good I'm, receivers sitting looking yeah. at you here. Uh, feeling a little pressure on the tight end situation. Punt uh, yeah, I'm probably going to end up doing it. I mean, if you take the Philly tight end, I guess, you know, he's been getting targeted a lot in the preseason. But uh, Jack Ertz is still there. There is there is a man called Robert Tanyan. Oh, my God. You are not. You I'm are just, not. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He has the potential. But they, they keep adding people that Aaron Rodgers likes, so he's going to get that ball to Cobb. You know, he's going to – now they got Funchess, who looked pretty good in the preseason. Um, oh my gosh! I forgot Devin Funches existed. Yeah, yep. he, did, he did a cartwheel. <laughs> I want to call him. Um, but Robert Tanyan, the way they talk about him, and it, you know, I follow the Packers obviously more than I, I follow any other team. Um, it's just his the ceiling hasn't been reached yet, and he doesn't drop any balls, and he's getting to be, you know, Rogers, you know, go-to guy. So. If, He's ever if Rodgers is truly going to be done this year, this is going to be the year that he needs to do it. But um, I'm still going to punt the uh, tight end. But Robert Tanya and I, I believe, is going to have quite dear. Uh, you could I probably get him two rounds from now, uh, if not three. And that's probably the homer in me. Like you're, you know, I mean, Dallas. He literally had it. like 55 targets and like 11 touchdowns. That's insane. That's not going to happen again. I don't know. They can't, no one on no one on the Packers it is defense not going to happen. You want to know why it's not going to happen again? Because <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is not going to throw a nine percent touchdown rate again. Uh, Aaron Rodgers' career average is better than most. Like I think Aaron is, is a stubborn little prick, and like <laughs> he's like, fine, I'll go do it, and every, he might do it again this year because he, he wants to leave on his legacy. He wants that MVP, he wants that ring, and he wants to bounce. But he definitely wants to bounce, every, so he's going to do it on top. Not to I don't mention know. every year. Raise, not to mention he needs to raise a stock if he does want that trade to a lucrative team next year. Exactly. Um, I will. Yeah, so I'm look, 15. Yep, and I got two picks. So I'm looking at the running backs. I, I'm just, you know, you got the the <clears> best <throat> one that I see is that Javante Williams, but he's out for two weeks, week six, right? No, I was just saying he's got oh, Melvin yeah. Gordon to deal with. Yeah. So he's not just uh, going to be the full-time starter right away. Yep. Um, just for the time's sake, um, I am going to take uh, Tyler Lockett right now. Um now, Deontay Johnson is an interesting one. Um, I kind of followed Russell's team last year when he had him, and he blew up. Um, Not at the right time, though. He got, <laughs> he got benched in the playoffs for me. You know, that he, was, he, that had, was cute. He, had, he definitely had some stinkers. Um, but then he had, you know, this, he's, he's got upside. Um, You got Chase Claypool again. You know, you got another stealer here. He just um, got hurt today. Did he? Yep. See, I'm not up to date like Russell is. That's that's good to know. Just just throwing it out there. We don't know what what it is, but he's hurt. Um. Are they saying how serious it is? Um. I can look it up. You know, but... they have. Uh, it's it's hilarious to see Michael Thomas on here. Like well, he's got yeah. nobody to throw to him. Like he well, doesn't want to be there. He's, he's going to be out for like eight to ten weeks. And for that's they, why he's still here. And because of his ankle. 
Yeah. But uh, but he doesn't want to show up, and he doesn't want to play for the Saints anyway. Pretty sure you requested a trade. Yeah. But uh, it's just funny to see his name here. Just Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. One year removed. Was know? he last year? He was okay. the Clay, Claypool suffers sure. minor ankle sprain on Tuesday. In other news, the Eagles waived on Johnson. My dynasty team weeps. <laughs> <laughs> did I hear that Tim Tebow did not make it? Yeah, Tim got Tebow cut. got cut today. He got cut. Don't worry, he's still on God's team. That's right. Um, <laughs> so looking at my, you know, I have two running backs. I have two receivers right now. I got, I'm, I'm locked in at quarterback. Um, you know, I got a, in my opinion, an ace of a receiver and an ace in the running back, and then I kind of got ones that could just shit the bed completely. So I'm not really sure on which position I think would most benefit me. I believe it would be the receiver position. Um, Looking at T. Higgins and his stats from last year, you know, I I, I, I like to focus on the percentage of snaps he's on the field. and he didn't, he didn't get the ball a lot last year, but Joe Burrow went down um, to Russell or to Tim's high hopes on Joe Burrow coming back. So I'll take a risk and then draft Higgins. Okay, so after T. Higgins goes Kareem Hunt, and Tim is back on the board. So. Two receivers that could potentially be big. I think Calvin Ridley will be, reiterating it again. Jamar Chase, like I said, that was the risk, my first risky risky player taken. I know all the tools and tangibles he comes with. It's just, can he put it on an NFL level? Two strong running backs. Uh, strong tight end that fell to me in the fifth round still. And then strong quarterback that I got in the fourth round, so... My team's shaping up pretty pretty decent so far. Um, still need that other quarterback position, though, to kind of strengthen that up a little bit. And Just as I was thinking, the uh, quarterbacks aren't flying off the board in this two-quarterback league right now, which to ru- what I also said earlier, yeah. I'm, go- I'm going with it. Yep. I'm good with it. I hate so what quarterbacks this, are going in the first and second round. What this comes down to right here for me <clears> – <throat> Is I'm either going to go Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. It's just a matter of what is going to, or what do I feel, or look at the different stats and everything. Like Rodgers, MVP season last year, top of the line, always strong quarterback. Um, the whole, the championship. yeah, except for the NFC Championship, but that's the beauty part about fantasy football is <laughs> it's over by the playoffs. Um, the only thing I didn't like about Rodgers, but it seems to be shored up at this time, is the whole uh, off-season bullshit. Yeah. Russell Wilson's usually strong, but I just Rodgers isn't going to replicate the same numbers he had last year. But I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna be out to ball to show people that hey, even though this happened, I, I it's not so much that I care about the Packers management per se or whatever, but he is big on his teammates that he likes, so I think he's going to do everything he can to uh, put them in a position to show that he's still got it even at 37, 38 years old. So, so with that, we're, uh, we're tapping into Rodgers here. Okay, Aaron Rodgers off the board. 
Then goes Michael Thomas, Deontay Johnson, Chase Edmonds, Odell Beckham, and Raheem Mostert. So that puts me on the clock. I'm looking at, I mean, I still got tons of receivers I like here. Tight end. Nope. Talk to me in five rounds. Um, <laughs> quarterbacks. I've got, I still got a few quarterbacks that I like here. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to take my last running back that I feel is okay. Um, I'm going to take Javante Williams. I'm going to wait. He's probably going to sit on my bench until he's taking over for Melvin Gordon. And Melvin Gordon's dealing with a groin injury, so maybe that lingers and Javante can start the season as the starter. So I'm going to take Javante Williams, cross my fingers. The next two picks were Cortland Sutton and Russell Wilson. Totally good with that. Um, so what I'm looking at now is for receivers, top of the board is Claypool, Chark, Juju, Debo, Robbie Anderson, Jerry Judy, Devontae Smith. There's a lot of receivers I'm still I'm still liking here. So um, and with my team currently, uh, I've got Dak Prescott at quarterback. I still have one quarterback spot to fill. I've got Ezekiel Elliott, Mike Davis, Javante Williams. My receivers are Stephon Diggs, Terry McLaurin, Allen Robinson. So my receivers are definitely the strong part of my team. Um, so I'm not going to take another one here. I'm going to go ahead and take another quarterback. And uh, I'm going to do the world a solid, and I'm going to take Tom Brady. Because if I draft Tom Brady, he is guaranteed <laughs> to have a terrible season. So I'm taking Tom Brady. You're welcome. Slow clap. Slow clap. So after Tom Brady goes Chase Claypool, DJ Chark, Ronald Jones, Dallas Goddard, and oh Tim Debo Samuel. Oh man, your boy Debo just the went. Boy Debo just went before. So you man. are back on the clock, Tim. So <clears throat> we're slow. I got one more receiver to position to fill yet, <clears throat> and then I enter the flex territory. Um, but I don't think I want to do a receiver quite yet because, like Russell said, a um, lot of receivers still, a lot of, lot of good receivers, even some that, you know, rookies or injuries don't really know for sure what they could be, but the potential is there. Um, so I think what I'm going to do here because – I only have two running backs thus far. Delvin Cook's had injury problems in the past, um, but I think I think we're all right with that. Uh, Gibson had a toe <clears throat> issue that lingered all off season, but he did say he's all good with that and yeah, back at one hundred percent. That's a little concerning. To a little me. concerning. I have him as a keeper in our league, and it's concerning to me. So what it comes down to for me is, as Russell touched on it earlier, James Robinson and Travis Etienne are. Uh, they're going to kind of annoy the crap out of you. But that's the beauty part about my flex position right now. Um, I can plug one of the running backs in and then uh, kind of hope, kind of kind of touchdown dependent a little bit. But I'm going to roll the dice on it. And uh, just with what he did and everything last year, um, we're going to go James Robinson right here. All right, James Robinson off the board. Then goes Jalen Hurts. <clears throat> and Matt is on the clock again. Back-to-back -back picks here. Matt, let's review your team. You've got Herbert and Jackson at quarterback. Running backs are McCaffrey and Montgomery. And then you've got three receivers, A.J. Brown, Tyler Lockett, and T. Higgins. So, and this, 
this is where the draft becomes important. I mean, I'm not very happy with my team right now. Um, I, That's because you got Herbert. Yeah, dude, don't 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 so, flex on my boy like that. <clears throat> don't flex no, on my I, boy. I was uh, uh, Tim called Herbert to be a stud, and he he certainly was. I think second year he's he, he's in his second year right now, pal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So second year comes around, he's I mean he's yeah, I, I can't see him being worse. I think it's just he's going to be a, continue to improve. Not to mention uh, the Chargers went out and built around him. Chargers, key, key Chargers now have the New Orleans offensive coordinator. I mean, drafted Rashawn Slater in the first <clears throat> round. It's I, the Chargers should be a scary team. Should um, be. you know, looking at this, if I just took over this, you know, team right now and took over the draft, I would immediately draft uh, two running backs. But it's just a garbage fire. Um, and generally, when I see a garbage fire, I just like to load up, you know, a different position. Um, we have, you know, if I were to go receivers, uh, Judy Smith's sisters, Schuster's still there. It's pronounced Doodoo Smith Poopster. <laughs> Doodoo Smith Poopster. Um, Doodoo Smooth Poopster. Uh, and uh, Robbie Anderson. I got a soft spot in my heart for Robbie Anderson. Even when he was a Jet, he came and. Uh, you know, he did big things for me. Um, did big things off the field, too. Yeah. Yeah. You got to love a little crazy. Um, and then uh, you're looking at, you know, the first-round pick at Devontae Smith um, over in Philly with Jalen Hurts. Um, so, you know, Jerry Judy's in there. That pick's there. Um, but I'm going to pass over him uh, and take Anderson and Smith. All right, double tapping the uh, receivers there. Then he accidentally hit Tyler Boyd. He wanted Devonte Smith. Oh, right. <clears throat> yeah. wow! Fat fingers over here. Yeah. Who'd you want now? Devonte Smith. Okay. Just type in I got DK Metcalf. <laughs> Devonte Adams. <laughs> All right. So then after that goes Matthew Stafford. That puts Tim on the clock. So, do we all have two quarterbacks? We all have two quarterbacks. We all do. So right here, I think it's okay to go ahead and dip back into the receiver pool. Um, looking at some of the people here, um, am I seeing that right? I didn't hear anything, but is Will Fuller still suspended? For a game. For a game. Okay. One game. So new team. I am not a fan of Tua Tagovailoa or whatever the hell his last name is. It's Tua. Never. It's Tua time. Never been a fan of him. Um, I agree. I've never been a fan of Alabama quarterbacks, though, either. Like It's hard to hit your receiver and you can't see over your <clears> offensive <throat> line. <laughs> I mean, even in Alabama, you have a stacked team around your quarterback. Like, yeah, you don't really know what they can do. I have I have no faith in Tua. No. I know Russell likes him. Yeah. Him, but so, I mean, so far I've been right. Tua's like three or four inches taller than Russell Wilson. <laughs> so, I mean... I don't think height's the issue. I think the <laughs> fact just, that it, I think it, the fact that they threw him in there when he was not healthy, he had no off season. Yeah, he had no preseason. He's still a little guy. He's still tiny. And he had he, he had six, three, six, four. So let so let me make the he case. Had a better year. Oh yeah. Okay. Let me uh, make the case for two. Offensive rookie of the year. Oh, that's right. That's right. Let me make the case for two. Offensive rookie of the year. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Here comes 
And this is the only the, reason. Oh, here nope, it is. No, this is the insert at the dad chat where Russell defends his picks from <laughs> fantasy <laughs> dynasty picks. You guys are in for and a real treat. Here we go. Listen. Only reason t- uh, Justin Herbert was even a starter is because the doctor stabbed Tyrod Taylor in the lung. <laughs> Not my problem. Second of all, Tua God, last God, year. Serious ways. We'll talk about God on Dad Chat too. Oh, with Russell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Episode three. So. Tua had receivers last year who had zero separation. In Alabama, that's all he ever had was dudes who could separate. Jerry Judy, Devonta Smith, all those guys could separate. What did they go out and do? They got out, went out and got Will Fuller, the best separator in the league. Jalen Waddell in the first round, great separator. Telling you, you watch Tua this year. If Tua does not if Tua does not succeed this year with those weapons, then I'll, I'll concede Tua's trash. All right, we, but, will you will you do a stink bet? No, I'm doing a no. I'll do a water bet. <laughs> water bet. Tua does oh, not. Oh, you remember stink bet? Throw you fish sauce and oh, that, was all disgu- that was just a that was a that was a, a side punishment. bet. That was a side no. bet punishment. That was a that was a side bet. I thought that was your punishment. No, I never got last. Yeah, no, that was a oh, side I thought, bet. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah, Only sense. one of us here gets last. Well, <coughs> Two times. Yeah. Okay, go. You're on the clock. What are you, I know. what are you doing here? So, after look at the clock, I'll pick my guy and then I'll explain it in a second. Okay, you pick your guy. So, right here. Well, he's thinking. I can. All I can picture is Tua sitting on the bench with a towel over his head, just looking sad. <laughs> so. I see that same picture. <laughs> yeah. So, but it is hot in Miami, so maybe that's it. Okay, so I went. LaVisca I went Lavisca Chanel, my other breakout player for this year. Everything you hear from camp, just been. Just been lighting it up. Um, Urban Meyer's offense. I don't know it as well as Mr. Buckeye over here. You're gonna be disappointed. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. So, but so I had to pass on uh, Juju Smith-Schuster just because, dude. It's a it's a it's a hate hate relationship. He's been letting me down the last couple years, so I don't even want to. I don't even want to mess with it. Jerry Judy's kind of one of them. He's got all the potential, but I don't really think he wants to be in Denver, so I don't really know what the hell is going to go on there. And then just kind of look at the other ones. Um, not what I was liking, but I'm bet I, LaVisca Chanel is the other breakout that I, uh, I'm predicting this year. Okay. I'll, I'll let you have LaVisca. That's fine. Uh, so after LaVisca goes Ryan Tannehill, Joe Burrow, Melvin Gordon, Juju, and then Trevor Lawrence. So... At this part of the draft, I'm looking for upside. I'm looking for guys who are going to vastly have that potential to vastly outperform their their draft spot. And for me, that's Jerry Judy. If you look at tape last year, how many times he was wide open, and Drew Locke was like, "Huh?" Didn't like it's it's frustrating to watch. I can't imagine how frustrating it was for Jerry Judy. Um, so for me personally, I'm hoping Teddy Bridgewater gets that job because Teddy Bridgewater is at least accurate. He can get the ball to Jerry Judy. So I'm taking Jerry Judy here. Probably going to be my starting flex spot over Javante until he gets actually the starting job. So after Jerry Judy goes Baker Mayfield and Damian Harris. As a Packer fan, I liked watching, uh, Uh, oh my god, I just drew a blank in his name. 
quarterback for the Vikings. Jesus. Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins? No. The one you just talked Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, yeah. I actually enjoyed watching him. I enjoyed his play until he got hurt. Like, he was like, he was a likable guy. I want to see him do good again, so I hope Te- you're right. Teddy Two Gloves? I can't, Teddy Two Gloves. All right, so I'm on the clock again, and looking at running backs, eh, there's maybe a couple I like. Don't need a quarterback. I'm still punting tight end because don't need one. Um, so, got a few receivers I still like. But running back is a position that just gets hurt a lot. I need to have some depth there. I am going to take Trey Sermon in the Niners running running back uh, system. They just produce. At some point, Raheem Mostert's going to get hurt because he always does. So I'm just going to take uh, Trey Sermon, hoping that he becomes a focal point or becomes at least a solid contributor in that offense. Uh, so after Trey Sermon goes Tyler Boyd, Matt Ryan, Brandon Cooks, Justin Fields, and Michael Carter putting Tim back on the clock. Did you watch much Trey Sermon <clears throat> in college last year? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think we, the national championship would have been a lot better if you didn't get hurt on the first play of the yeah. game. I didn't. I... Probably so to lost, but it might have been a little more competitive. Because that's how, that's how Ohio State beat Alabama back in 2014, is they were able to run the ball and Zeke just pounded it down their throat. Didn't have once Trey Sermon got hurt. It was it was over. So, in the tenth round here, this is kind of the part where depth becomes important. Um, Your boy Michael Carter just went off the board. I know. I was hoping, really hoping he fell to me. I kind of figured you were hoping for that. I was hoping for that. Um, I think. I think if you watch some of Michael Carter's tape, things he was able to do in North Carolina with that double-headed monster and John Tate Williams, <clears throat> I think. I think the Jets will be all right with him. It's just a matter of what the Jets themselves kind of do. Um, I think Michael Carter will end up being the starting running back, if not week one, earlier than sooner than later. But for right now, I got three backs. Um, I'm I'm good with those backs. Receivers, like I said, there there's I'm playing a lot of potential with that. Um, so the real question here is, <clears throat> what more do I want to add as depth? Because I'm probably going to have to kind of mix and match my receivers around a little bit already. All right, this podcast is going to be four hours long. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's pick up the decision-making here. I so, cannot <laughs> believe you have allowed us to talk this much <laughs> in between So Jalen Waddle's kind of standing out at me. I just I don't know if I want to pull that trigger. Tua, Tua. Not big on Tua. Um, yeah, Corey Davis, so, who's going to be the number one receiver in New York. It's just a matter of what <clears throat> Zach Wilson's going to do there. I will add that these superstars that Miami picked up, Waddle and uh, Fuller, are still there, and it's the tenth round. Yep. <laughs> yep. And according to Russell, going to make Tua the bomb. Yes. Even if he can throw it downfield that far, they might outrun him. Water bet. Water bet. Yeah, that's what it is. You, if you ain't got the courage of your conviction, shut your hole. Do it, water bet, right now. Water bet, Tua right, what does are we, not, what, are we, what are we water betting? That exactly? Tua does not finish a top 15 QB. Per game? And it's just, mm, I don't like that. Because then injuries. And if he gets hurt, then I'm screwed. Okay, so but if you do per game, is that as long as he's top he 15 one or, game, that well, all of a sudden, like, oh, I win? No, top 15 wow. until he gets hurt or the end of the season. 
if he gets hurt, then he's and he's at fourteen, then the bet's done. And okay, I'll do that. Well, yeah, because in week one, in week two, he'll get his hip broken again, and <laughs> he'll be like, "Oh, but oh, if he balled out week one, then I win." Yeah, exactly. No, or, or you can do it week by week. Yeah, exactly. He's he's scared. He knows two is gonna be good. All right, I'll go week by week. Okay, let's go. All right, so I'm going to change this time. you got two minutes. (laughs) So with that, I think I'm going to go ahead and uh, take a chance on... Got to check one thing here. Hip flexor on Mike Williams. Ooh. That dude's always hurt. Yeah. So I think what we're going to do here is we're going to go with Michael Pittman. Um, Pittman. I think he's going to end up... All right, so after Pittman goes Leonard Fournette... Matt, you got back-to-backs. And I'm happy to see how it ended up when I drafted the two wide receivers last round. I mean, I'm Obviously, I only have two running backs right now, so I wanted to do running backs, and I had my eyes on two different guys. Zach Moss, um, he's starting. He's the he's supposed there's so many running backs in Buffalo. They got Devin Seven, Singletary, Matt Brietta. Um, but right now he's the number one starter. Um, James Conner, I've been. He's talking. still on there. He's, he's still available. He's still on there. <laughs> and I don't know why. No, there's I, a reason why. <laughs> I, I, there's a reason why. <clears throat> you know, I would rather have Gus Edwards. Chase yeah, I Edmonds. I mean, come on. You know, James Carter, James Conner is going to be starting. He's going to be the workhorse there. He just has to. But is he, though? I don't, I don't, don't. You're forgetting about Kingsbury's offense, man. It's all well, about getting people make, in space. Just uh, go with your gut, Connor. Connor. So, Connor. I got 45 seconds, but I have two picks. Uh, I mean, it's just the fact that ever since he's gotten hurt, he just, I don't know, He, James Conner just hasn't, I don't know, if he hasn't gotten the ball or, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Um, 30 seconds. I am going to take Zach Moss. Take it. Gross. Gross. Okay. And, and I'm in agreement with Moss. you on this one. And and that's that's just simply because Buffalo's got a high-scoring offense. Dude, that's touchdown dependent right there. Yeah, well. It, and Josh Allen will snake about six of those. Josh Allen will also oh, spread out that defense, too. So he, he gets those extra carries that a water bet you singletary versus moss absolutely not why <laughs> <laughs> singletary is still available yeah, i know but you know for for me not knowing all i need to know about that pick he was ranked higher he's projected higher i gotta go with the sleeper projection that's just adp i mean um, the idiots are drafting him higher yeah. congratulations <laughs> so and i wanted to do another, catch all that out there idiots <laughs> i can't not not take James Conner here. I don't know. Um, Conner. Kenyon Drake. God, he's, he's pissed me off in so many years. Uh, Josh Jacobs, you know, he's touched on the pennant, but he's, a, he's the workhorse. Um, All right, wrap it up. Wrap it up, B. 50 um, seconds. No, I got 51 seconds, so I'm going to take each and every one of those seconds <laughs> and uh, talk a little bit about myself. Uh, no, Are you a Gemini? Uh, uh, no, I'm an Aquarius. And <laughs> David Johnson's garbage. Uh, Houston's garbage. I'm taking James Conner. You All know right. what else is garbage? James Conner off Zach the board. Zach Moss pick. 
David Johnson goes right after James Conner. <clears throat> Tim, you were on the clock. You got not, 55 <clears throat> seconds. Not even not even to hesitate. He's when still there. When we this, I want at the end of the year to uh, see how good Zach Moss did because I really don't know. You should have water better then. No, I just want to review. You're oh. confident. So this is nope, anyway, <laughs> 40 seconds left. Still here. AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon's going to have the Jamal Williams role. And oh. I think he's going to snake a lot of uh, they took Will goal Fuller. line. All right, Noah Fant after AJ Dillon. Curtis Samuel, Logan Thomas, Trey Lance, Will Fuller. Um. AJ Dillon needs two more years, then he'll be the guy. Do I look at tight end? <clears throat> AJ Dillon's breaking. I don't know. Not breaking out this year, but he's having a solid year. Um, this late in the game, I'm good with it. <laughs> All right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, I'm going to take. Oh, do I have another? No, nope, I guess I don't have any rookie receivers. I'm going to take a rookie receiver here. I'm taking Jalen Waddle. After Jalen Waddle goes is Mike Williams, and then Jarvis Landry. Which I've got another pick here. Still gonna punt tight end because I do not care. Um, I am gonna take Antonio Brown. Ooh. After Antonio Brown goes Robert Tunyon, Mike Gesicki, Kirk Cousins. Oh, oh Matt and Darnell Mooney. Missed out on your Robert Tunyon. Don't get me wrong, big Packer fan. I just. Yeah, I was taking him this next turnaround. I just. I think he's going to be solid. I just don't think he's going to be the numbers you're predicting. Absolute stud. He'll be, he'll be right under Kelsey. Water bet. Water bet. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tim, you're up. 30 seconds. So, the targets that he's got. So, touchdown wise. With this round, um, <clears throat> I'm going to go Corey Davis just because number one receiver in New York has potential to be peppered by Zach Wilson, as we say. Potential. Not saying it's going to happen, but this late in the game, that I'm okay gonna, with it. That guy's going to crash and burn in New York <clears> if his <throat> mom doesn't get off Twitter. Um, Kenyon Drake goes after Corey Davis, and Matt's got back-to-back picks. 40 seconds. Jeez, Russell turned it down on us. I did, because it was podcast was going to take till this midnight. Is, this is like long road trips with Russell and no bathroom breaks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... I have, you know, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson. I got Christian McCaffrey and David Montgomery. A.J. Brown, Tyler Hockett. I mean, my, hot, be- my hot bench. Hockett? Hockett? Hot, no, it's Hot Lockett. Hot Lockett. Hot Lockett. Um, my bench is weak. Very weak. Matt's got but, a Lockett uh, in his pocket. I'm not really excited about you this. You got six. I got six. Five. Four. Uh, I'm about to be auto-drafted. And I'm going to take Tyler Higbee. Of the Rams. Ooh, taking Ooh. this first tight end, right? She's gonna take it. Yeah, tight I waited until there was one second left. Yeah. All right, and then now uh, your next pick. Double tap that tight end. <laughs> We're not raw dogging anymore. <laughs> not raw uh, dogging. So now I got four running backs, five receivers, um, and. Looking at the running backs, this is where I want to start taking three rookies, but um, especially in a keeper league, you like to strike gold here. Um, but I'd like to see what uh, Henry Ruggs can do, so I'm going to pick a Henry Ruggs up. Well, Ruggs still on the board. After Ruggs goes Naheem Hines. That puts Tim back on the clock. So Singletary is still there. Edwards is still there. Not a fan of Marquise Brown. 
So I'm going to take the other one, which I believe is going to end up being the number one receiver in Baltimore at some point. And Not that's going to be his injury already. No, if they do it right, I think he'll be all right. We're going to go to Rashad Bateman. Okay, after Bateman goes Marquise Brown, Devin Singletary, Deshaun Watson, Gus Edwards, and my handcuff, uh, Tony Pollard. So it puts me on the clock. I want a third quarterback in a two-quarterback league. Want to leave every draft with at least three. And I don't want someone safe like Derek Carr or oh, here comes Tua. Here comes Tua. Zach Wilson. I'm going to take Tua. <laughs> there it I'm is. I'm taking the, the potential upside. If he busts, then he busts. I never really have to start him. But I'm going to take Tua here. Get my third quarterback. After that goes Nelson Aguilar, Rob Gronkowski. And I think it's time to look at tight end. What do we got? Junk. We've got you got Irv Smith. Crap. That's what you got. Hunter Henry, Adam Troutman, Johnny Smith, Evan Ingram. Still looking over here. Evan Ingram. <laughs> um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take Johnny Smith. Safe bet. Um, Patriots gave him a decent contract. Touchdown, man. If he doesn't work out, I'll just pick one off waivers. Johnny Smith then goes Jamal Williams, Miko Hardman, Irv Smith, Philip Lindsay, Elijah Moore. Tim's back on the clock. This is where we got to go handcuff. And for my handcuff, for my big dog, we're going Alexander Madison because he's still there. Oh, I forgot he was still available. Still After there. that goes Devontae Parker and Matt's last two picks. This is where I like to steal handcuffs, and I was going to take Alexander Madison <laughs> um, and trade him to you later. Uh Let's you got Chuba Hubbard sitting there. Your handcuff. Chuba, Chuba. So yeah, so I mean, definitely <clears throat> want that third running back or third quarterback, but um, I'm looking at maybe a lot of quarterbacks that are there. Um, You know, there's a lot of love and hate with Evan Ingram. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he should just be the best player out there, and I just don't understand why he's not. Um, but I think I'll shy away right now from uh, the tight end spot. Oh, you got to take that off. It picked for me. Yeah, I know, because it took too long. What do you want? Um, <laughs> yeah, 10 seconds. I am going to go the opposite of what... Tim thought, uh, I'm going to challenge him on his receiver, and I'm going to take Russell Gage. Ooh. Ooh. Russell Water Gage. bet that Calvin Ridley has a better year? Mm -hmm. Why not? Where is he even at? Hold on. What are you trying to you're, No, you're good. All right, now I thought I had to put him in there manually. And for the last pick of my draft, I can't stand this guy. I think he sucks, but... Every single draft, mock draft I've done, he's came to me, Carson Wentz. <laughs> Every, yeah, there's a reason he always comes to you. <laughs> yeah, it's always it, but Indi Indianapolis might be the team for him. So, my last pick here, these, these two are absolutely right. Always want that third QB, um, just in case you don't know, injury could happen, whatever. Think I'm going to play the risk this year, though. I think I'm going to roll with just two QBs. 
hope something lands to me in the waiver potentially if something happens or bye week. Um, plus, I besides Ryan Fitzpatrick, I don't really Derek Carr's be the other one, but I'm really not loving any of these QBs that are left. Um, so with that, I think with the very last pick in this draft for me, Russell touched on it earlier. Still a guy on here that can get volume um, using the slot and everything too. And potential handcuff. I don't remember who the other ones are on there, but um, we're going to get... No, J.D. McKissick. you got to turn that around. Y'all taking too long. Too late. Did, did the whole draft. So mine okay, would have been J.D. McKissick. You took J.D. McKissick. Mine would have okay. been J.D. McKissick. In all fairness, okay. you can't change the clock mid-draft. <laughs> <laughs> I can with you guys. So J.D. McKissick would be my last pick, not Latavius Murray. All right. It's funny. So... He got us over here, and we didn't know if we'd even be doing the talking, and that's all we did was the talking. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my last pick here is, who knows? There's not much left here uh, that I like. Don't like any of these running backs. So, so the, I'm going to go with a young receiver. Jalen Rager is my last pick. Ooh, you're still kind of big on that guy, huh? I don't know. Devontae Smith all day. Yeah, well, he's hurt already, so. He just came back, actually. Yeah. Um, he's like Rager 160 did, pounds. He's going to be Rager hurt all year. Me. What's that? On the board. <laughs> Do you change that to Russell Gage? I don't know. I don't know why that happened. <laughs> and while you're at it, change mine to J.D. McKissick. No. Do it. Do it now. doesn't matter. You lost. <laughs> Whatever. Not. No. You definitely lost. All right, go ahead and talk about your guys' total you... teams here. Yeah, I, I don't. I kind of think I got a dumpster fire. Um, time, like I, I always trust my waiver wire instincts, and I think I'd have to hit it hard. But um, I, solid at quarterback, starting running back. I feel like I'm solid. Um, well, what's your team? Uh, it's Justin Herbert and Lamar Jackson quarterback um probably both will be in the top five uh, uh as far as quarterbacks go christian mccaffrey and i think my my sleeping dog there david montgomery is going to be a top five running back um so hopefully again i got two in the top five again um aj brown i think is going to be opened up now that julio's there so he has a huge year tyler lockett you know he can he can give me a 20 point game here and there um, Higgins was a guess. Higby uh, with Stafford throwing to him I think will be all right. Um, Robbie Anderson has that uh, potential in Devontae Smith. And then kind of looking at my Hail Marys and guesses because I'm just not that well informed and I need to do more studying. Uh, Zach Moss, James Conner, uh, and then Ruggs was surprisingly there at the end. Russell Gage, who's going to beat Tim. Uh, and then, uh, Water fool. And then uh, Carson Wentz, who potentially could have a, a big year. but I, Yeah, I, I by getting it. benched by Jacob Eason. Yeah. I, if he doesn't make it here, he ain't going to make it anywhere. All right, Tim, go ahead and review your <clears throat> team. So, looking at my team, starting quarterbacks, Kyler Murray and Rodgers, solid. I'm happy with it. Going to produce. 
Delvin Cook, Antonio Gibson, my running backs, again, solid, going to produce. Tight end Darren Waller, hell yeah, going to produce, going to be all right. Um, where my weakness is at is I'm playing a lot of a lot of potential on my receivers. Um, you look at Calvin Ridley, again. He won't even get the numbers. Breakout. Cage will get Breakout. LaVisca <laughs> yeah. Chenault, going to be a breakout. My predictions, we'll see if I'm right at the end of the season. Jamar Chase, like I said, that was my risky cho- my risky pick there. It's just we're going to see if the Joe Burrow-Jamar Chase um, mentality is still there. Um, Michael Pittman, um, things I've been reading on the dude, seeing. He's supposed to come back as number one or number two receiver. Um, there's high hopes for him, but we'll wait to see on that. Corey Davis, not really in love with the pick, but in a late round, number one receiver on a team at least. That's what I'm kind of going with there. And then just I think Rashad Bateman's got the potential to take over, if he stays healthy, the number one spot in Baltimore. So so I'm strong in all other areas except the wide receivers. That might be the potential for uh, me not being where I want to be at the end of the season. I think you have the strongest team, Tim. But, uh, again, this was – didn't count. So when, it does, <laughs> when it does count, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see this year, pal. Yeah, well, we're gonna about to find out in here. I'm putting them in the grade analyzer here. So. Oh, you gotta review your team yet too. Oh, I know my team. You know, it's it is what it is. I review had to bat. this team for him. Yeah, go ahead and talk about my team. Ooh, see all what right. you uh, see what your thoughts are. All right, let's do that. So. How many Dallas and Ohio State players is? We'll touch on that in a second. So looking at Russell's team here. Dak Prescott, solid pick. Dude's going to ball out. Tom Brady, he picked him on the hope of him getting killed this year. <laughs> I don't think it'll happen. I think that's actually a good pick by him. I think, unfortunately, for the rest of us, damn it, Russell. But I think Tom Brady produces still with that offense in uh, Tampa. Look at his running backs, Zeke Elliott. Big on, He's big on him. That when Dak's healthy, no doubt about it, numbers are there. I'm not a huge, I'm not as big on Zeke this year. I just, again, it comes back to that wall. I feel like he's gonna hit, and then I think he's gonna slowly decline from this season on. Mike Davis, honestly, is a wild card. Um, took over for Christian McCaffrey when he got hurt last year. I thought he put up pretty damn good numbers. Um, but it just kind of depends. He. He's got tape on him this year. He's in a Atlanta offense that, honestly, from week to week, one week's going to be just freaking lighting it up probably, and then another week just going to, like, who the hell is this team? So Mike Davis, wild card, and we'll see. Uh, his receivers, strong. Stephon Diggs, Terry McLaurin, Allen Robinson. I can't even, can't even get mad at him for them picks. Johnny Smith. I, I, out of all the tight ends that are left where he took him in the last round there, uh, or second last round, whatever it was, uh, he would have been the one I would have picked too. Like, all yeah, honestly. My tight end is weak. Yeah. Uh, Javante Williams, that could honestly be the, if this was the actual draft for us, Javante Williams could be a league winner for Russell in my opinion. Um, just like Russell said, I don't think he's starting for like the first five weeks just because Melvin Garden is there and – all their coaching staff still kind of plays the safer part of everything. Um, but I think Javante Williams does take over. It's just a matter of when he takes over and if it's at the right time. Yeah. But Javante Williams could could be a league winner for Russell. 
All right, so I'm done. I'm done doing the grades now. But so we'll talk about my bench. I got Jerry Judy, Trey Sermon, Jalen Waddle, Antonio Brown, Tua, and Jalen Rager. Pretty much all just taking shots at maybe they'll be good, maybe they'll be crap. <laughs> we'll find out. But uh, that's essentially my strategy: is just try to get guys who are going to vast could potentially vastly outproduce their their draft position. So I put the grades in. Matt and Tim. Both got B pluses. Really? Yeah, Ooh. that's surprising. You had Ooh. Christian McCaffrey. Christian it's hard McCaff- not to get a good grade yeah. with Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I tried. Um, <laughs> um, I ended up with a B. Ooh. Got a B. I think that's probably my well, my tight end position is real bad. <laughs> and uh, picking at the back of the draft, I, I didn't get one of the elites running backs. You had Cook. Yep. Yeah, you had Dalvin Cook and Christian McCaffrey. So you Top tier. You graded us. Huh? Tier one. Yeah, I think so. we should uh, save this draft, and then at the end of the year we'll review it and see how. Only we did. if you water bet. With what? Water. Tell you what, we'll just do this. Save this draft for the end of the year. Just see who does and just better. We'll review it. And we'll add up and the points. Whoever so. wins gets to throw water on the other two guys. All right, I'll do that. Raw dogging it. <laughs> Raw dogging it. Okay. <laughs> and Matt's so, into so, it. That was our that was our mock draft. Is there any? Uh, well, I was Not, thinking about talking about maybe some future podcasts. I think we got, uh, what did we get? God was going to be one. Um, <laughs> okay, we need to talk about something that happened today at work. Yeah, what's that? So somebody, I feel like uh, my dad failed me. Okay. Um, somebody talked about plugging in their diesel truck. Someone was talking about, oh, in the drive-thru, sometimes people's cars are really loud. I can't hear what they're saying. I was like, yeah, especially when they got a big diesel truck. Yeah. And we tell them to turn them off. And they're like, no, I'm not turning off my truck. And someone goes, well, yeah, in the winter, they might not start again. I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh. And they, they said, well, at night they have to plug in their diesel trucks. I'm like, what are you talking about, plugging in your truck? Semis plug in. Yeah. Okay. So then, so then I, I concede the fact that diesel things need to be plugged in. And then someone tells me that every car has a cord in their engine somewhere that you can plug in and i'm like bullshit bullshit and she's like i swear i swear to god every car does i was like prove (laughs) it not a chance let's go so she goes outside i pop my hood and i'm like where's the cord bro (laughs) no cord and then she's oh no you gotta go to the dealership and then i was like so i have to buy something to get a cord in my engine or whatever, and I was like, "No, I win. It's not a thing." Yeah, because I thought you were gonna say there was one. I'm like, and I was gonna be I'm, shocked. Uh, so was I, because I was gonna check my car later. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm not a big car guy. Never have been. But I've opened up my hood. Never <laughs> seen a cord. Aiden would have found it. Right? Aiden would have found it. <laughs> so I was, I was. You got to work was... on getting me money, by the way. Yeah. Add an extra digits to my bank account. I asked. I have a six-year-old that is. Uh, he, well, for starters, a quick story. I was trying. To, he's he's into phones. He's into plugins. He's into routers. That's all he, he loves it. And I had my Google Photos was filled, <laughs> and I wanted to get more photos. And it said a dollar ninety nine for more storage. And I tried to buy it, and it said decline, decline. I forgot about it. And a couple months later, I used a different card and said decline. I thought, you know, whatever. Well, it turns out my six year old uh, has an old phone of mine. But 
he also took over my account and he's the family manager and he gave me limited access to my own account. And uh, so I was able to figure that out. But uh, yeah, so he's going to be a hacker and uh, we're going to put some digits in uh, good old Uncle Tim's yeah. uh, bank account. I did. I did ask him today if he wanted to start making YouTube videos. So he Uh-oh. said he did. So hopefully we can find Uh-oh. his niche there and get a penny of you. Yikes. So, but uh I think one of the episodes that we could have can be our theme song. <laughs> We're working on that. I'm pretty proud of it so far. <laughs> um, it's an idea. It's an idea, and it's going to happen. Um, <laughs> at least on one episode, whether you guys are here or not. Are you going to rap it for us, too? I think I'm going to do an old white guy rap. Yeah, I like that. Dude, I'm down. I'll, I'll listen to that. I woke up quick. <laughs> around noon. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. So, Yikes. And... Uh, <laughs> What did, you say? what did we say? What else? God, kids. We didn't get to the fact that how annoying our kids are. I, I think we could talk about that a lot. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I want to. Yeah, and I've got uh, a lot of material for that. I have a lot of material, but I don't want to ever want them to hear it. Um, yeah, that's a touchy subject, man. They'll get over it. And then, uh, <laughs> but our wives won't. We can't wait for that episode. Uh, <laughs> for all you listeners out there, when that episode comes out, I might be looking for a couch to crash on. Just letting you know. So, but yeah. Yeah, Tim won't say any bad words about his wife. He knows, he knows better. Yes. Not even going to lie about that one. Can't I, even. I know better, but I will. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Does she know you've had two Mountain Dews tonight? Oh, why don't you just oh. post that out there in the Twitter sphere? <laughs> I mean, did I say two? I meant four. Yikes. Yeah, yeah there's only two. And there's six candy bar wrappers here, too. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. That's another episode. No, he's but, never uh, gonna be allowed to podcast again. <laughs> this is my first podcast. I didn't know what the hell I was getting myself into, but it's not so it's bad. It's way longer than I thought we were gonna be. Yeah, how long yeah. did it go? I don't even know. It's still going. Yeah, but I mean, we're about wrapping it up here. Yeah, we're, I think so. We're on the we're on the wrap up part of things. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be awkward, and right now it is. But when we were drafting, it wasn't. It so was. that's good. <laughs> yeah, just gotta get on the topics, man. So, dad chat. So is that is that is that it for episode one? I think so. That's it for episode okay. one. Tune in next. Tune next in next week. Week. I don't episode know how two. often this is going to happen. Yeah. But uh, we'll... the the commitment is real for me because I have an hour drive. So are we having a <coughs> sign off. Sign off. Sign off. All I'll right. think of my uh, clever sign off next week. Later. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for episode one of Dad Chat. We'll, we'll see you next time. Keep it under a hundred. <laughs>